Hey, welcome to 49ers After Dark. It's bright as hell outside. I'm taking a red eye to New York this tonight to go to my best friend's wedding. So we're doing it a little earlier tonight, which is cool. You know, it's cool. Yeah, anyway, I mean, 49ers After Dark, Before Dark, it really doesn't matter. It During doesn't the summer, matter. it's always Before Dark. It's just a cool name. It's catchy, and we're not changing it. Yeah, 49ers uh that's the show 49ers today during during time okay so the, we're going to talk about um we're going to the over under game we're going to talk about quarterbacks and stuff and defense and our roles as you know fan base dividers but first we need to talk about the offense because it's terrible it's oh, yeah. arguably the worst offense in the league right now in terms of points um there's a couple that are worse but it shouldn't be this bad there's way too much talent and I, I think it's time to start talking about how the Niners are using specific players. Because on defense, they got it. They know exactly what they're doing with defense. But on, on offense, it seems like it takes them until week 10 to figure out how to use their talent. So I want to go player by player. Not Debo. They, don't have, they know how to use Debo. But I want to talk about the other guys because clearly this offense isn't working yet. And something has to change. So my question to you. Hold on. We have some questions. We're going to answer them in a minute. But my question to Jesse and the people in the, watching are the 49ers misusing Brandon Ayuk? This one's tough for me because Brandon Ayuk's a really good player. And I feel like he does deserve the ball more. But I don't know if they're necessarily misusing him. Right? Like, Brandon Ayuk is a full-on receiver. He's a really good route runner. He knows how to get open. He can get open downfield. He can get open in the intermediate. He's just a, a good football player, good catch radius, but the quarterback can't get him the ball. The quarterback constantly overlooks Brandon Ayuk downfield. So to me, I don't think they're necessarily misusing him. I feel like he's getting open quite a bit, but he's not getting the ball because the trigger man can't make him be involved in the offense. So I'm going to say on this one, I don't believe that Brandon Ayuk's issue is a misuse issue. I think it's a quarterback skill set issue. That's fair. Um, I still think he's being misused. And maybe it is Jimmy's limitations. But right now, like all he does is run slants and screens. That's not Ayuk. That's Debo. That's the way you use Debo. And if you're going to use Ayuk the way you use Debo, he's not going to be as good as Debo. He is a Ayuk is a wide receiver. And he is good down the field and outside the numbers. I mean, he's really good. And I just don't want to hear Kyle be like, well, our quarterback's Jimmy. We can't do him. You knew Jimmy's limitations. You signed Jimmy. You trade. You traded up for, for Brandon Ayuk. Make it work. You can't just call slants for him and run him over the middle. I would like to see Kyle line up Danny Gray, Brandon Ayuk, and Debo in a bunch. And if I'd like to see a, a flood concept where Danny Gray runs deep, Ayuk runs the sail route, inter, intermediate, and... Debo's in the flat. Can we see that one time? I would like to see Ayuk in the slot. And, and, and if he's, I know it's hard to get him the ball outside the numbers when he's out there because Jimmy, right? But if you put him in the slot and run him on corners and out routes, there's more space and more time for a noodle arm Magoo like Jimmy Garoppolo to give him the ball. I, I think it's a cop out on Kyle's part to be like, hey, well, I, Jimmy's my quarterback, so I can only call slants and screens. No, no. Mike McDaniel went to Miami and had. Tua throwing the ball all over the field, man. You got to get Jimmy to throw more than slants and screens. You got to. So I think Here's they're misusing the, Ayuk. 
here's the problem. And I almost think it's an argument as to why they're using him properly, because if he doesn't do those, I don't know if Brandon IU gets a single catch in a game. Anytime he's running a deep dig, he doesn't get the ball from Jimmy. It's ridiculous. There was a route. Okay, I'll give you an example. So a lot of people talk about the drops. And if if Jennings didn't have a drop and Kittle had made the catch in the back of the end zone, imagine how good Jimmy's day would have been. Well, on that same play, on third down, when Jimmy threw short of the sticks and Jennings dropped the ball, guess who was wide open on an out route? On the same side of the field, right above where Jennings was, that may have taken off, probably not a touchdown, but it would have been a good 40-yard gain. Guess who was right there, wide open? Brandon Ayuk. That's true. But, but again, like we, we don't ball. know, we don't know how often Brandon Ayuk is the primary target in the in the. We don't we know, don't. and we don't know like when Jimmy's passing him up when he's the number one target. What I would say is, it seems to me like Jimmy is pretty much a robot on the field. Whatever Kyle tells him to do, he does, and if it doesn't work out, he's like, "Well, you told me to do it." So Kyle, if you have a human joystick at quarterback, you need to start dialing up more plays for for Brandon Ayuk and if Jimmy won't deliver the ball then find someone who will because you're you're wasting a really good player he's so much better than the three catches for 40 yards that he gives you every game it's a shame that that's the all you can get out of Brandon Ayuk this offense is terrible and you have this stud at wide receiver and you're like man how do we score points I can't figure out Bobby turn you got some ideas we're stuck at 16 a game Oh, yeah, maybe we get the ball to our really good wide receiver where he wins. Nah, 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 we can't do that. We got you know, we got this quarterback, we got this scheme. Did it. So then trade him. If he doesn't fit your offense and your scheme and your quarterback, then trade him for someone who freaking does because it's just, it's just I, my heart breaks for Brandon Ayuk. What sucked was on that play where Kittle didn't get his second foot in bounds. Ayuk was so freaking open. He Did was wide him. open, and Jimmy's like, nah. Let me throw this ball into double coverage to Kittle. And it was a nice throw, but... It was, I, no, it, it was a good throw. <laughs> Let's be clear I about that. That was a really, really good throw. But was it the right decision? I don't know. That that I can't Can you imagine say. what Ike's numbers would be if he were on the Packers? Oh, if he had Aaron Rodgers, he would be... Can you imagine? Eight, eight, ten catch. If he was with Matthew Stafford... Take Cup out of that offense and put in Ayuk. I I bet you can get nine grabs a game. Ayuk's good. He's really He's good. Really good. The He's thing really about Ayuk though is, I do think his skill set matches up with who is supposed to be the quarterback of this team. Who's not here? He's not healthy. Yeah. And so, don't feel too bad for Brendan Ayuk yet, because next year is technically the contract year, and if Trey Lance can stay healthy, he still might get paid a lot of money. You got to remember that they traded up for Ayuk the year before Trey. Before, I think I, that's I, fair. No, no, that's totally fair. No, I, I'm not correcting. You. I'm just saying. I think Kyle misevaluated Ayuk. He saw Ayuk as another one of the Yak Bros. He's not. He's not a particularly good. He's not great after the catch. He's great before the catch. He's great at the catch. And you're running him on slants and screens. Come on, man. Give Jimmy a chance. Because you gotta, you, you freaking gotta, and, and I'm telling you, if you just keep doing the same stuff, you're gonna keep scoring 16 points a game. This is a real opportunity to get more points and yards. Ayuk, Ayuk is underused. I don't know if he's misused, but he's freaking underused. And you gotta figure out a way to That's get fair. him more. More, I, if it's Jimmy's fault, if there's limitations, I don't know. Kyle, you're a genius, so you can find a way to get more the ball in his hands more often. I Where think he wins. Grant, 
I think Brandon Ayuk is good after the catch, but only in certain situations. Not out on the perimeter. He's not bad, he's, but he yeah. He's, he's yeah. good if he gets it yeah. running across the middle of the field, yeah. a dig route, and he can catch it and keep moving. That's when he's really good. But if you've if he's got to stop in the middle of a route, make a grab, and then make a move, that's not where he's at his best. The way I've always seen him is he's like he's a technician like Amari Cooper or Devontae Adams. Like he's not, you know, a an athlete. He's a good athlete, but he's a he's a real he has skills. He's a master of his craft, and they can't get on the ball. It's too it's too bad. He has a great Lillor's, catch radius too. Like I did yeah. mention that, but it's incredible. Lilor Stewie, thank you. Lilor Stewie, thanks again. Dave Barclay says Grant for actual position and organization. I appreciate it. <laughs> Dave again says, okay, better game, but no serious improvement on offense. If anything, they're getting figured out. I still think Kyle can't finish a game. These other teams like Casey aren't going to take their foot off the gas. Mix up running back Mason. Yeah, Kyle does like to take his foot off the gas. It's what he does in the second half this year. It's amazing. Yeah, I just Not, his adjustments are are he great job scripting plays. The initial game plan was fantastic, but how do you pivot in the second half? Because the defenses are always making adjustments, and if you stay the same, they've adjusted to what you're doing. But if you adjust to the adjustment, that's when you can come out ahead. And so that's where they're having an issue right now. That's when you're a genius. Not again. Wolfcast says, uh, "Sorry, Jesse, it's probably played out already." But would you say he's a guy that could bust on you? Pause. Big pause. That was that was really funny. That was good. <laughs> but what's even better, Grant, is you and Croc today had a pause moment. It's so funny. It's true. It's true. <laughs> Official BNA Music eighty eight says, "I'm ready for National Swing Tackles Day." Yeah, that's what uh, George is now. No, he's a decoy. He's the most expensive decoy in the league right now. FP says, Jimmy had one decent game. We can't call it a Super Bowl ready because Jimmy always poops the bed when it counts. Shout out to our D, but can't expect all season. I mean, yeah, that's been the Niners pattern. So something's going to have to change. Dave says, what, what, it doesn't matter what it's named. You guys kill it. Okay. Okay. Thanks. Well, thank you. Um, Isaiah Gill says, BA would have started elite with Trey. Nah, because Kyle wasn't letting Trey throw. Kyle, your name is the common denominator. That's what we're calling you now. Dave says, first play of the game was to Ayuk, but come on, more please. He needs Trey, really, same as Danny Gray. Absolutely, B.A. needs more passes plus Kittle. Plus Gray. Gray, he's been hurt, but he's healthy now. He needs to be on the field, seriously, even though Jimmy Garoppolo won't throw it more than 10 yards, but he needs to be on the field. Chris Holt says, Grant, Jay Nay, if Jimmy can stay consistent with short pass plays and no picks, can this team win a Super Bowl? If so, can you openly say Jimmy has a real chance of becoming the franchise quarterback again? Oof. Franchise quarterback, no. Can they win a Super no. Bowl? Yeah, the possibility remains. I'm actually going to go over this in depth. So hang hang on to that question till later in the show. I have some, I think I have some really good statistics that say probably not, but there is a possibility, and I'll leave that door open. If he only sh- throws short passes and won't throw deep, the picks are coming. Sorry. I mean, you don't have to throw deep a lot, but you have to keep defenses honest, and he's not keeping defenses honest. That means they're going to jump on his short stuff, and he almost threw a pick six in this last game, but it was a touchdown. So, I mean, that's just how it went. But, no, he, it's not going to work. He, he's, he can't – I don't think you can win a Super Bowl with mediocre quarterback play in 2022. I know the, the Broncos did with Peyton Manning, but Jimmy's not that kind of game manager. He's just not. So, I don't know. I think the picks are coming. I actually unless, have them as, as a part of the stat, so that's, that's funny you bring them up. Jason says, has there ever been a more wasted group of talent than Debo, Samuel, Brandon Ayuk, George Kittle, Kyle Juszczyk, Jeff Wilson? A good quarterback would have three 1K wide receivers. These players in D should be unstoppable. Yeah, but also, can we not just put everything on Jimmy? I feel like it's got to be Jimmy and Kyle. They own it together. That's the way I feel. 
because Kyle, you could have brought in anyone else. Let's. Uh, we have more questions. We'll come to them. Yeah. Are the 49ers misusing their running backs? This one, I I do think so. I think this is a misuse, right? A little bit different than the last situation. I I do think it's a misuse, not not in the way of how they're running them or the plays they're designing. That's not what I'm saying. But as far as splitting carries, I think it's a total misuse. It, it seems like Kyle has gotten into this mode where he says, okay, I'm going to play one running back mm-hmm. until I completely burn him out and ruin him, and then I'm moving on to the next one. And that's just what he does. He The only relief he gives to those running backs is a play here or there by use check and six carries a game by Debo. That's it. That's it. The rest yeah. is just one running back. When they were at their best in 2019 offensively, in my opinion, he was rotating those guys through. Remember, most it was Coleman and Mostert. It was Coleman and Mostert down. And that the was late in the season. It was that was early. Right. It was. It so was. It was. He has a good flow and rotation. He uses certain guys in certain scenarios. I just feel like right now, he's gotten in this mode where it's just one running back. They're done. Okay, next one up. That's what he does. So I would like to see more rotation. I think that's where the misuse comes in. I agree, and for a couple of reasons. Like he hasn't developed confidence in any other running back. So let's say Jeff Wilson Jr. gets hurt. Running backs get hurt. Let's say he gets hurt in this game against Carolina early. Does Kyle pivot to Jordan Mason or does he say, I don't trust these running backs. I'm abandoning my running game. Now we're passing today. Well, now you might lose to Carolina. like that, All because you didn't develop a number two running back? How hard is that? And there's another reason. Let's say, I mean, Jeff Wilson Jr. is doing a good job. But if you're going to give him 18 carries a game and you're trying to like win the game on the ground at the end, he could be a lot more fresh if you had given a couple series in the first and second and third quarter to someone else, right? Let yeah. Jeff Wilson Jr. win the game for you. It's the same principle in, in basketball where you like give Steph Curry a few breaks and that way in the fourth quarter he can bring it home. There's a lot of reasons to give Jeff Wilson Jr. some breaks and he's gotten 18 carries, 12 carries, and 18 carries in the last three games. Man, you're playing with fire, Kyle. You're already down Elijah Mitchell and tied up his price. If you lose Jeff Wilson Jr. too, what is this team? Well, and not only that, but you have different style backs. Mason is more of a, he's a little bit, he's explosive, but he's also a thumper. Punishing. So my thought is this, run Wilson for yeah. three quarters, give him those 18 carries in three quarters, and then let Mason come in and be the closer and get six to 10 carries in quarter four. Or if you don't trust Mason yet because he's a rookie, Give Mason every third series. The first two series go to Jeff Wilson Jr., third series Mason. Next two Jeff Wilson, third series Mason. That way you're giving Wilson a breather by the time the fourth quarter comes by. If Jeff, if Mason's great, you can stick with him. If he's a little shaky, Jeff Wilson Jr.'s fresh. Why do we have to explain this to Kyle? He understood this three <laughs> years ago. We shouldn't he have did. to explain this. The fact that he's not doing it anymore is strange as hell. And I think what he did last year to Elijah Mitchell was wrong. It was wrong. You know what he does do, though? He rotates right guards like they're running back. <laughs> That's cool to see. <laughs> anyway, um, th- this is serious because w- we talked about this with Trey Lance before Trey Lance got hurt. Please don't run Trey Lance between the tackles. So he And he did, and he got hurt. So I'm, I'm trying to protect Jeff Wilson Jr. So, uh, Nick Newman on Twitter, who I like, said I was speaking into existence. No, no, no. If Jeff Wilson Jr. gets hurt, it's not because I said – it's not because that came out of my mouth. It's because Kyle overused him. So I'm trying to protect Jeff right now. Nick? Well, Kyle has a thing with rookie running backs, too. 
not just rookie, just rookie players. And so I didn't even know what the topics were yet for the show. But one of the first things I tweeted this morning was Kareem Hunt. As a rookie, his first carry with the Chiefs was a fumble. Right. If if that I was Shanahan, that. he would have yep. been done. He wouldn't have done. played. But Andy Reid believed in him. He ended up with 246 yards and three touchdowns. Yeah. 246 right. yards from scrimmage and three touchdowns. His first game, but his very first carry was a fumble. The That's next, right. and it ended up in seven points for the Patriots. The very next play that they had offensively, Kareem Hunt touched the ball again. That's right. That's you got to right. believe in these kids. You got to show and them you, know, you believe the, in them. The best running attacks have a committee. You know, I mean, in the 80s, the Raiders had Marcus Allen and Bo. And it wasn't like, hey, Bo. If Marcus gets hurt, we'll call on you. Like, no, you you got. There were times where they would both be on the field. Kyle, Kyle, hello. You could put Jeff Wilson Jr. and Jordan Mason on the field together. There's so many creative things a genius like you could be doing, but yeah. you're not. It's so strange. So I do think both of us agree that you're misusing your running backs. And if Jeff Wilson Jr. gets hurt, don't throw up your hands and say that's football. Don't. You're playing with fire I right now. I don't want to see Tevin Coleman get a single. Hell no. Over. John says, "You see the chat that's uh, you see the chat said I look like a young you after the cone phone. Looking forward to the call this week. I want your Super Bowl pick. LOL. Much love, John G. Yeah, I told you I'd have I give my Super Bowl pick. I mean, the Niners could do it, even with Jimmy. They have the talent on offense and defense, but Kyle needs to figure it out. I don't know. Let me get back to you on that. Let me get back to you on that. <laughs> Muid says, what does Jimmy's comment on Mohammed Sanu's recent IG post mean? I haven't I seen, seen it. God, I." Enlighten us so much. Yeah, can you help us out with that? I don't want to. I don't. I don't do that. I'm 34 years old. Barry Baller 18 says you y'all overrating Ayuk. Sertan locked him up. Oh, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Whoa, 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 whoa. Patrick Sertan is better than Ayuk. I would say that. But Ayuk is a good player. And if you're ranking, if you're scoring 16 points per game on offense, and you have Brandon Ayuk with his 40 yards a game, that's there's an easy opportunity to improve your offense right there. And, you know, he was going against not Patrick Sertan last game against the Rams. I think there are opportunities. If you're trying to find a way to improve your offense, I mean, that's an obvious one. Like, get Brandon Ayuk more involved. Because well, if it's not him, then who is it? Who's getting more involved? I guess we could talk about it right now. Are so, the 49ers... Well, first, for, real quick, though. Yeah. First of all, Sertan is a, let's say at worst, a top 10 corner in this league. I'm not yeah. saying... I don't think anybody's saying Brandon Ayuk's a top... 10 wide receiver. I am saying he's a top 10 number two wide receiver, though. I do believe that. I think he's a really good number two wide receiver. And if you watch most of these games, he is wide open on a regular basis. A Dude, regular basis. If you gave basis. him a top 10 quarterback, if you gave him anyone with an arm, Joe Burrow, just if he had Justin Herbert as his quarterback, can you freaking imagine? No, the Niners are wasting Brandon Ayuk. It's a shame. It's a shame. And we thought Trey Lance will unlock him. No, because he's running between the tackles. It's a shame. Kyle, I don't know what you're doing with this kid, man, but you're costing him money. And if I was agent, I would be freaking pissed. Really pissed. Mm -hmm. Big time. Sorry. Josh Wyatt says, does any NFL team have a worse O-line? McGlinchey is unfit. Banks is the softest mauler ever. Uh, Burford, Brendel, and more would not start on any other team. How does the conversation start with scheme? It's true. I mean, the Niners always mask it against the Rams with the quick passing uh, plays, but... I mean, I'm not a big fan of McGlinchey. Look, for example, that play that Burford got embarrassed on where he blocked down and Donald came through, dude, that's on McGlinchey. McGlinchey blocked out 
everyone is supposed to block down. If you're going to block out, you got to communicate that. Everyone blocked down except him who blocked out. Communicate. You've been in the system, man. Say something. I'm fanning. I'm go- whatever the word is. So Burford looks bad, right? When really McGlinchey didn't communicate. I don't like that about him. I think I don't like the way he plays at all. I've never been a McGlinchey fan. Um, I actually think Banks has been okay. Burford's been okay. They're young. They're improving. I think the interior's been commendable. Pretty good, yeah. The 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 the, the, the tackles are concerning to me. Jalen Moore and Mike McGlinchey, yikes! Better not be in third and nine. I would say we saw two offensive lines on Monday night, and the 49ers were not the worst one, and that was without no, Trent weren't. Williams. So it's true. Um, but you're right; it's something to monitor. And just because they had a clean game last week doesn't mean that they're a good offensive line. I have major questions I'd like on the about the left tackle and right tackle. They had a um, clean game, I think, a lot due to the scheme, though, too. Mostly due to the scheme. Mostly to this game. Trey Niner says Jimmy limit, Jimmy G limitation is the reason why BA can't shine. It might be a blessing in disguise because it will keep his price down in the offseason. I still don't like giving it all to Jimmy and none to Kyle. Kyle, you're a genius. Figure it out, man. Because McDaniel had Tua looking better than he should be until McDaniel. <laughs> Kyle, I, I gave you a suggestion. Put How often do you ever see Ayuk in the slot, a real tight split? How often do you see that? Not very much. How yeah. often do you see? How often do you see uh, Ayuk, Gray, and Debo in a bunch? Have you ever fucking seen that? No. I'd like to see that shit. I'm sorry, I'm cursing, but I, I'd like to see it. You don't see don't a lot just of tell me that, formations from this no. offense period. Yeah. No. I mean, what are you gonna do with? I mean, a, a flood concept is is standard. It's a it's a great way to attack a zone defense because zones have two levels and it's a three level route. Danny Gray deep, Ayuk intermediate, Debo short. I mean, that's what you want. How could you not call that once? Once. Oh, because it's Jimmy's fault. All right, then get someone with an arm and the backup has a worse arm than Jimmy and Brock Purdy. Well, that's on you, man. That's 150% on you. I'm getting worked up. Let me take the (laughs) tone down. Kyle must get Juice and Ayuk more opportunities. Yeah, I would agree with that. I, Juice deserves more opportunities. He He's misused. In the last game, he was not. But that's how he should be used. Yeah, every game he should get a couple touches. <laughs> Charlie says, James Richard, Emmanuel, Hildegard, Marlena, Kennedy, Davenport, Garoppolo made me so proud this last game. If only he could be consistent this season. That was hilarious. <laughs> Hildegard. Guy said Hildegard. Grant, we need a meet and greet. All right. Okay, sounds good. Maybe a uh, bye week meet and greet? Hold on. Let me just clear this up for everybody. And you can say if I'm wrong, Grant. I'm going to tell you the problem with doing this type of stuff is a lot of people ask for this. Grant is a grinder. So unless somebody legitimately just sets it up and tells Grant, hey, we set this up. Are you cool with this? Give me the date and time. Be here. It's not going to happen. I'm just being honest with you. I'm living. I'm living hour to hour, man. I'm just really is. It's true. It's true. It's true. Fair enough. Keneal says, yo, tell Kyle to keep using juices to change up to the Debo at running back. Fastball was a nice wrinkle. Got to find a way to get Kittle involved, too. That's our next topic. But, yeah, I'm with you. The the juice thing is great. I love that. San Fran 49er fans says, at this point, I'm tired of blaming Jimmy Garoppolo. It's Kyle. He's an offensive genius, but can't generate points and falls apart in the fourth quarters. Offensive co only. Yeah. I have a question. And if you're an offensive genius, get rid of Jimmy Garoppolo like eight years ago. Go ahead. I have a question for you. And I've been talking about this all week. 
I'll give my opinion again, but I want to hear your opinion. So we agree that Kyle's not an offensive genius. That that is thrown around way too much for a lot of people. Yeah. That being said, does Kyle have to be an offensive genius to be a successful head coach in your opinion? No, I guess not. Because to win a Super Bowl, they don't need a they don't need a, they don't need elite offenses here. But the what's crazy is that his offense is terrible right now. So I mean, a good offense would be nice. Good offense would be good. If he wins a Super Bowl, no one will care if he won it with defense or offense. Right. But he's not winning a Super Bowl with this offense. We've seen this twice. It's not they, the, the offense is going to have to take on something new, and that's what we're trying to talk about right now. I'm suggesting Brandon Ayuk. Some people think Jimmy can't make it, do- can't get it done. I'm suggesting rotating running backs. Kyle better do that. Now we got to talk about George Kittle. Well, the Are reason the 49- that I asked that. Oh, go ahead. The, the reason that I asked that is because I feel like everybody, good or bad, when they talk about Kyle, always talk about him as if he's the offensive coordinator only. And that's his right. only role with the team. Right. And to me, if you look at this team, we know that he has a hand in every roster decision. We He has a hand in hiring the coaches, the dev- everything. So in my opinion, I'm not telling you how to think of Kyle. That's up to you. You make your own conclusions. But if you're going to talk about Kyle, everything you like about this team, you have to give credit to Kyle. And everything you hate about this team, you have to give credit to Kyle. That's the way I look at it. He's the head coach. He is responsible for everything. We can't say, hey, the offense is really bad. You're supposed to be an offensive genius. And then not give him any praise for, I don't know, good good players being on this roster, player development, coaching development. I honestly, just think that everything falls under his umbrella, good or bad. But, but honestly, he has very little to do with that defense. He is the head coach, but he has very little to do with that defense. And if the Niners have a, the number one defense in the league and they can't win the Super Bowl because their offense is a liability and he's in charge of the offense, that's not good. I mean, unless he wants to completely rebrand himself as a defensive coach and be like, psych, I was calling the defensive plays, not D'Amico. That'd be one thing. But if the Niners can't get over the hump because of his offense, that's a problem. That's a problem. I will say this. Because honestly, they could could keep that defense together. They don't need Kyle Shanahan to say, hey, draft Nick Bosa. They, They could keep that defense together. I don't think if he left, the defense would fall apart. And if he left, would the offense fall apart? Well, it's averaging 16 points a game right now. So... It's hard to go worse than that. And I'm not saying it's going to finish the season like that, but dude, carry your weight. D'Amico is is making you look good. Real good. D'Amico. I don't I don't disagree with that, but D'Amico is here because of Kyle and a That's lot true. of those players are here because of Kyle. That That's my only point. That is true. That is true. Right? That so is 100% I, true. I crush Kyle a lot. I'm not saying that I'm above reproach here. All I'm saying is Everything you like about the Niners and everything you hate about the Niners, that's all Kyle. And then it's up to you, the individual, to figure out does the bad outweigh the good or vice versa, and then come up with your own conclusion about Kyle Shanahan. That's my You know who he's looking like right now? You know who he's looking like right now? Brian Billick. Brian Billick. That's interesting. That's you know what I'm saying? Brian Billick had that one great year in Minnesota. Great year. You know, greatest show on turf. No, it wasn't that. It was before the greatest show on turf, but they were on turf too. Then he gets the job with Baltimore and puts together one of the worst offenses ever and wins a Super Bowl with defense. And he's a Super Bowl champion, but he's not a coach anymore. And he got replaced. And ultimately, he wasn't good enough. 
So, yeah, Kyle could win a Super Bowl with defense if the defense is good enough, but I don't know, man. <laughs> Brian Billick didn't have anything to do with that defense. That was Marvin Lewis. Now, he hired Marvin Lewis. Great. But who was a better coach, Marvin Lewis or Brian Billick? Marvin Lewis. Marvin Lewis, yeah. So, Lewis. come on, Kyle. Like, step up, dude. Come on. The, you got the defense. You can't score more than 16 points a game with Kittle, Ayuk, Jeff Wilson Jr., Kyle Juszczyk, and, and Debo? Wow. I think other coaches could do better. But I think, look, he has excuses. There was a monsoon. There's a two co- quarterbacks. Now's the time. They need to put it on Carolina this week. I don't want to see 17 points in a squeaker. Put it on him. Now. Now. This is why I prefer head coaches that don't call plays on either side of the ball. Yep. Just me personally. They're they're basically full-time checking in with players, coaches, and being the man that's making the last decisions and all those things and allowing other people to do the play calling so that they can focus on the minor details that it takes to win football. That's me personally. We got to hurry up the show because I yes. definitely got to st- stop at the end of the top of the hour. Dave says a thousand percent. Jeff Wilson only please mix it or injuries. Yep. Charlie says, uh, Kyle gives me strong male Karen vibes. You know, he's going to go into CVS or Walgreens and, uh, made a cashier's day worse. <laughs> Is a male That's- Karen and a Carl. Wouldn't call him a Carl. Kevin Dominic says, okay. Is Lynn responsible for the running back rotation issue? Hmm. No, Kyle is. He's the head coach. Yep. Can I get an all 22 weekly, please? Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. They don't do good numbers. They just don't. I'm sorry. They they, they really don't. don't, no. Elvis says, I would like to see what Mac has unleashed Mason. Honestly, man. Can you just give him a chance? Antonio says, I don't I don't get how Kyle Shanahan missed almost a hundred percent of I don't get how Kyle Shanahan missed almost hundred percent of offense. I don't know what you mean, man. Sorry. Danny says, shout out to both of you. Big fan played baseball at Sierra College where I played football. Hopefully, try, uh, try will feed him. He's from Rockland. NorCal. Nice. NorCal. Yep. Um, Muweed says, Trey will win comeback player of the year with BA next season. BA, maybe triple crown if Kyle decides not to run. Trey between the tackles utilized Trey's arm strength. Man, that sounds like a nice future that we can all hope for. <laughs> I like it. Jonathan says, 95-7 the game. Kyle coaches scared. He coaches not to lose instead of to win. He definitely puts his offense in like in the garage like quickly. Oh, we scored 14 points. Shut it down. We're done. That was it. We got it. Arrogance is the main reason Kyle Shane will never win a Super Bowl. He is. It was the same thing with Chip. Chip was super arrogant. Kyle's a better coach, but that level of arrogance when you're not Bill Walsh is not good. It's not. Good. I don't want to speak in absolutes. He may. He may win one, but we'll he see. may. Uh, Cali Boy 58 says Juice has top 10 tight end talent, two inches taller, and he'd be making thrice the money. I agree. Probably. Uh, Four Tuck's dad says people saying keep B.A. price down are wrong. If that's the case, he'll leave for cheap somewhere. They'll actually use him. Oh, yes, they will. If I were another team, I'd be thinking, can I have Brandon Ayu, please? Please. San Fran Niner fan says Jesse Koshin doesn't even coach up, doesn't even coach quarterbacks. He seems disinterested in anything that doesn't involve moving man chess pieces on offense. His hand isn't even, his hand isn't everything, isn't in everything. Yeah, Kyle's about those motions. You better motion. <laughs> There needs to be eight motions before every play. Otherwise, I'm not a genius. CT lost his way to be a running back. Go ahead. That was genius. Fourth and two, and you have the lead and all those weapons. You settle for three. Kyle's a punk. Punch that thing in. Have some ball. One ball is what he wants. <laughs> Trey Miner says, I think Lynch put this roster together. And if I was Lynch next year, I would consider trading Kyle and having D'Amico be the head coach. Oh. I, I don't I don't think he put it together the way that you think he did, but 
That's that's for are another the, day. Are the 49ers misusing George Kittle? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, how does arguably the best tight end in the league have how many games under 30 yards? Seven out of his last eight. Is that the stat you gave? Yeah. 30 yards. Grant, 220 that, yards in his last eight games. That's half that should game. be a bad half for Kittle, not a bad game. And we've yeah. had it how many games in a row, including the playoffs? Yeah. 100%. I, I get he's a really good blocker. I totally understand that. But with Jimmy's skill set and Trey Lance, by the way, I know they didn't get to play together, so that's not fair as much. But with Jimmy's skill set, Kittle is perfect. He's the perfect player for him. So get him the ball. What happened to the little screen plays they used to do where he'd fake block and then he would just kind of leak out and they would have a screen for him, a jailbreak screen for him? I haven't seen that in forever. Find a way to get the ball in his hands. Make it easy. I don't know, man. Yes, Kittle's being misused 100%. No doubt about it. I'm going to surprise you right now. You're going to say he's no. not. Be- he's not being misused. Okay. He's not being misused. Kittle isn't as good as he used to be. Kittle is not as good as he used to be. He's not as fast as he used to be. He's not as quick as he used to be. He's not as explosive as he used to be. I'm sorry to say it, but he's not. And if you watch the film, he's not getting open. And he's not a pass protector. He's running routes, and he's a decoy. He's either not getting open or he's a decoy. It's sad. And this is why I said they should have traded him because he's almost 29. His whole game was based on speed, quickness, agility, and explosion. Not size. Not, not tight end touchdown uh, red zone production. It was all based on speed and yards after the catch. He's older now, and he's had so many lower body injuries. They take a toll. He's averaging eight yards a catch. Eight! He's not the same player. And if he could contribute, they'd be calling his number. Kyle's no, Kyle's no dummy. They need points. But frankly, if you're looking for a guy to get open, it's Ayuk and Debo. And Jennings! Here's where it's at. I think Jennings is faster than George Kittle at this point. I think Jennings gets open better than George Kittle at this point. I could be wrong, but I think it's where they're at. He does. does. I think George is just not one of their top options anymore. And that's too bad because he's going to be on the team for a very long time, making a whole lot of money. Sorry. I'm going to, because I want to know, I want to get to the bottom of this. I'm going to watch every snap from the Broncos game and this game. I'm going to chart it and I'll get back to you. By let's say end of Saturday, I'm I'm curious because you may be right. I also know that there were games last year that literally all he ran was a little curl route over and over and over. It was like block curl route, block curl route. I mean, of course he's not going to get that open. Shows that shows what Kyle thinks of him. Yeah, but not that Kyle's I, right all the time. Not yeah, that Kyle's right all the time. Say. But that, that does, show does show what, what Kyle, Kyle thinks, of, thinks him. of him. Yes, right. Yes, but that doesn't mean he's right. Kyle, thought, no, it doesn't. Kyle also thought Trey was a running back. He was wrong. <laughs> I just have, look, I haven't grinded the all 22, but from the press box, I'm watching Kittle and I'm like, you are, not I know open, you are. Yep. not open, not open. So, cause I'm tweeting. I'm like, hey, can you please get George the ball? And I'm watching it. I'm like, I don't know, man. Like you don't look the same. It used to be if he, <laughs> he was always open. It used to be like, you'd have to hold him and Kyle be like, wait, they're going to hold him. We're going to go on him on 30. Mm-hmm. Now it's like, I don't know, man. So, look, he's coming off a groin injury. That's got to be a, f- a factor. But this goes back before the groin injury. And the Niners were struggling to score in the playoffs. If they felt Kittle would have given him a better chance to score, they would have went to him. But they didn't. They were going to Debo and Ayuk. 
which I think is the right. And Jennings, honestly, Jennings has become a bigger factor in this passing game than Kittle. That's crazy to me. Jennings over here making like 400K. Yeah. Kittle's making that every week. It's crazy. It's I'm going to do it. I'm going to chart. I'm going to do it for my members Please and do. then I'll DM you. Please I'll, do it. I'll chart, yeah. chart it for you too. Yeah, I'm curious. Trey Niner says, I think Lynch put this roster together. If he was, uh, we got you. Hold on. Uh, Charlie says, God, I love Feats ball. I just love when those genetically superior male people dribble the football past the goal and they score a home run. Yes! Charlie, that was very good analysis. I like that too. That's my favorite part. Dave <laughs> says, in reality, could D'Amico do worse if he was head coach? I mean, yeah. Is the is D'Amico going to improve the offense? Maybe not. Maybe not. I, I I don't know. So that's what you're trying to do here. If you were if you were to get rid of Kyle, my egotistic aura says was my first time at Levi's. I loved it with football. Glad you had a good time, man. Yeah, good man. I'm glad you did too. Nick Brown says the problem is Shanahan don't spread the ball like he used to. Also, what do you think about Belichick for Shanahan? <laughs> <laughs> Straight up! I think that's dope. I like it a lot. Um, Lil' Lord Stewie says, Niners defense, let ride, let ride, ride Niners offense, let's sleep and get an A+. For Grant and let Jimmy throw a football like Cheeks, he could throw a sub sandwich better than a football. Say <laughs> oh. <laughs> Fred Niner fan says, only way to use everyone right is for Jimmy Garoppolo for 35 times a game. Who really wants that? Kittle's old uh, plays go to Debo now. Um, I'm with you on that, but the IU stuff, like he's being under under underused. I, I really do believe that. Right, not even underused, but also miss. I mean, where's the, where's the creativity for him? You show up for Debo all the time. What about Ayuk? He's different. Don't use him like Debo. Dave says if so. He, if Debo's Jimmy, getting 13 touches a game, basically. Every game he's yeah. getting around 13 touches. So, God forbid he gets hurt. He's also another. Him and Jeff Wilson are getting overused. Dave says so if uh, Jimmy throws 30 times, who gets what? Ideal. <sighs> I mean, it's uh, what I'm saying with. with Ayuk isn't necessarily how much to use him, but where to get him the ball. To me, Kyle's just using him like Debo. And I think they're they're way different. And I know that Jimmy's a limiting factor, but there are ways you can get him the ball down the field and outside the numbers, even with Jimmy. I believe that. At least try. Give Jimmy a freaking chance. Because when Emmanuel Sanders was here, Jimmy tried. You swap out Ayuk for him and he won't even throw to him? That's weird. Because Ayuk's getting open in the same ways that Sanders was. Yeah, I think Seriously. it's less about touches and more about targets, really. Yep. Yeah. Big Tim 3 says, hey, Grant, once you become national personality covering the league, will you come back home to be a – no one's hiring me. I'm too controversial. It's never going to happen. Don't worry. All right. <laughs> Jesse, QB or defense, what's more important? Okay. So I did some research on this, so bear with me as I go through this here. Okay. So I went through the last 12 years, so since 2010 – we can go back to the history of the league, but I feel like the league has really changed since 2010, essentially. So doing research, only three top scoring defenses in the league have won a Super Bowl since 2010. Those teams are the 2010 Packers, 2013 Seahawks, 2016 Patriots, who all also had top 10 quarterbacks. Okay. If we look at top 10 quarterbacks for that year to win a Super Bowl, Nine out of the 12 years, a top 10 Oof. quarterback has won. The Oof. only three that did not or that were not top 10 quarterbacks were Flacco, who played like a top 10 quarterback in the playoffs. In the playoffs. 1,100 yards passing, 11 touchdowns, zero interceptions in their playoff run. That's incredible. 
Foles, who had 971 yards passing in three games, six touchdowns, zero interceptions in their playoff run, again, played like a top 10 quarterback. The exception is the team that you mentioned, which is the Broncos. Now, if you look at the Broncos that season, they were the top defense when it came to yards. They were not the top defense when it came to points. Peyton Manning was a game manager that year. Actually, was not a good game manager that year. It, in the playoffs, similar. he was. In the playoffs, he was. Yes. In the regular season, he threw 17 picks. That is he the threw key. 17 picks, that, yeah. Yes, and I'm glad that you brought yeah. that up. So what's interesting is I find that team very similar to this team. Jimmy's yeah. not the best game manager, right? No. And Jimmy is not going to turn into what Foles did or what, uh, what, Flacco, what did. Flacco did. He's no. not going to do that. He's not no. going to do that. So what we can hope for him to do, though, is do exactly what Manning did which is help win the turnover battle. And then the defense allowed no more than 18 points in all three games. And that's how they went and won the Super Bowl. That's right. So really the blueprint is the 2015 Broncos. Yeah. The likelihood of that happening, however, very, very slim to none. It, it just is. And if you're looking at the history of the league, it gets even worse. But just over the last 12 years, quarterbacks are the most important thing when it comes to winning a Super Bowl. And it's not close. Also, I feel like that that uh, Broncos team kind of lucked out. Like they faced the Panthers. If you remember that team, like they were fifteen and one, but their best skill position player was like Philly Brown, mm-hmm. Ted Ginn. Like Cam Newton was having a great year, but looking back, he was not an all time great quarterback. Yeah, I mean they just didn't have a super talented offense, and that was a great defense, and they got punked hard, hard. So uh, the Niners have maybe an equally good defense, but if they do make it to the Super Bowl, there probably is going to be a team coming out of the AFC that's going to be more talented than that Carolina team. But that would be the that would be the uh, hey, you never know what's going to happen. Like right now, I was talking to someone in the in the press box today in the media room. How many teams would you say are legitimately good right now in the NFL? Good teams. One for sure. Maybe three. Yeah. Maybe Kansas City, Buffalo, Philly. Like, those are the teams you could say. Th- those are good teams. Mm-hmm. Even though, like, well, we might need to see a little bit more from Philly. But, like, every other team, you're like, well, they got this and they got that. It's like, NFL's pretty degraded right now. So, if the Niners can get their shit together, if any team can get their shit together, see. So I think have to go through- Buffalo is the most power. complete team in this league. I know they lost to Miami, but they had zero of their starting secondary in that game. And they still almost won. They're the most complete team when they are healthy. But the good thing for the 49ers, they don't have to play them till the Super Bowl. And that's assuming that Buffalo makes it to the Super Bowl. So, Lorenzo, thank you. Um, hold on. What's his face? Jay Boogie says, how do you know Jimmy won't play an elite level in January? Because I've seen him play in January. I've seen him play. I Let me say this. I can't predict the future, but the best predictor of the future is the past. And if you have a quarterback who is the worst fourth quarter quarterback in playoff history, the chances of him performing like Foles or Flacco is a lot further away than him performing like Peyton Manning did during those those playoff runs. Yeah. Yeah. But to be fair with, to Jimmy, he didn't have a great team when he was in the playoffs. Okay. Last topic. <laughs> and then I got to get to the airport. And this is sort of a meta topic, but a lot of times on Twitter, I see people say that people like me and Jesse, who basically speak our minds about a team that we're passionate about, Jesse's a fan of it, that we're splitting the fan base, that we're toxic, and then we just need to get on board 
and parrot whatever the company line is just out of the interest of being all together. Jesse, what do you think of that logic? I just, I think that it's a fallacy because first of all, you don't want everybody to be the same. I understand that maybe there's a group of of fans who always want to hear positive things. And there are content creators out there that will only give you positive. There's nothing wrong with those guys. I think that there is, that's what I love about this community of content creators. Not everybody's my cup of tea. And I know I'm not everybody's cup of tea. Far from it. I get a lot of hate. There's lots of flavors. It's Baskin Robbins. There's a lot of flavors. Right. Right. But, but we don't want everybody to be vanilla. We want some Rocky road. We want some peanut butter and chocolate. We want a little bit of everything. So to me, I think the only thing that I owe to the community as a content creator, two things, one gratitude to those who support me. That's number one. Number two, I owe authenticity. If I, if I cannot come on and be authentic in how I'm feeling in that moment and give that to you and deliver that to you, this is no longer fun for me and I'm yeah. not doing it. Okay. So if if you want people that are going to praise the team and do all that, go watch another content creator. But for me, I, I will stop being a content creator if that's what it comes down to and I have to be that guy. And that may be authentic for them. Right. I'm not trying to say that those guys are not authentic. It may be authentic to who they are. Right. But for me, my only job, I'm different than you, Grant, because I'm a fan and you are not. My only job as a true fan of this team is to root for the product on the field come game day. Outside of that, outside of that 60 minutes, I owe nothing to this team. Literally nothing. I can talk about them and vent and do whatever, however I want. And the people that want to rock with me through that, that's yeah, awesome. That's what I wanted to you say. Don't, you don't, what I want to say is as a content creator, I'm a journalist. A content creator is a different classification. But for sure. as a content creator, your loyalty isn't to the 49ers. Your yeah. loyalty is to the people you're creating content for. Exactly. And the way I look at it is not everyone likes you. Not everyone like A lot of people don't like me. But a lot of people do like me. And the reason they like me is because of who I am. So if I stop doing that, then I also alienate the people that like me. And now everyone mm-hmm. hates me. So you got to be yourself and do what works for you. And you can't, not everyone's going to like you. And that's okay. So when people say, Grant, I don't like your style of journalism. That's great, man. There's eight people that do it way different that you can watch. Um, and if you keep bugging me, I just might mute you. So I, I, I respect the, the criticism. But if you're all up in my face being like, I don't like what you do. I feel like at a certain point, you do like it. You really like it. So anyway, I don't take it to heart, the criticism about splitting the fan base. The fan base is already split. There's people who think for themselves and people who don't. People who think for themselves like us. So, I don't know. I think there's level of fans, though, too, to be fair. I I think there's a group of people that are not necessarily consuming content 24-7 the way a lot of the people in our community do. And those are the people that see us on Twitter. They see a 160-character tweet. And they say, oh, that's who you are all the time. Mm-hmm. And it's, well, in reality, I may be giving you just this much, right. but that's to set up a show that I got later on. Right? Yeah, I streamed for two hours today. Like, you didn't have to. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. so you're not seeing all of that and you're hating me based on that, which is cool. But then there's a group of fans that cannot get enough content. They ch- right. content creator to content creator to content yeah. creator. And that's all. Be, and they wanted to be as educated as possible. And then they make 
their decisions based off of what they're hearing and their own thoughts. But those are diehard fans. That's who I'm here for. I'm here for the diehard fan that is emotional just like me, that that wants to pour out their heart just like me and wants to be heard just like me. So that's who I'm here for. And if I'm not your cup of tea, that's cool, man. Just don't pay attention to me. It's not that hard. Yeah. That whenever people are like, I don't like your style of journalism, I'm like, okay, that's cool. Like, I'm sure there's eight people you do like, and there's a lot of people who do like what I do. So why are we having a conversation, man? And the fact <laughs> right. that you took time out of your day to tell me you don't like what I do means you probably watch me every day. So thank you. <laughs> exactly. Dave says, you're not toxic. You're truth. We need you guys. Thank you. I need you too, Dave. You're the man. House of Jello says, I think that's insane. Being able to dispute these types of takes is good because it's closer to what's wrong with the team we are passionate about. Yeah, man, this team hasn't won a Super Bowl since 1994. Something is not right. We got to... We got it. We're doing our part. And if they do win a Super Bowl, I want a ring. <laughs> Don't be that guy. Be you, says Brian Cope. I appreciate you. Charlie says, Grant, we stand. We stand. I stand for you, Charlie. <laughs> QB more important. 2019 is evidence. Yeah, it's true. You need a quarterback. All right. I got to get to the freaking airport and take a red mm-hmm. eye. Dude, here's what I'm doing. I'm flying out of San Francisco, 830, flying to JFK, land at like 430 in the morning, get an Uber to Penn Station. Get on a train, go up to upstate New York. This never going to end. All because my best friend's getting a wedding. If it wasn't my best friend, oh my God, if it wasn't my best friend. But it is, and he's a great guy, and he would do it for me. That sounds But awful. yeah, I'm not going to sleep tonight. Oh my God, it's going to be crazy. But yeah, so I'm going to be there for a few nights, and then I'm going to Charlotte. I'll be at the game, but uh, yeah. Pray for me. It's going to be bad. <laughs> I get cranky when bad. I don't sleep. Yeah. Anyway. It is going to be bad. I will say this before we get off. Jump over to Last Second Sports. In one hour, we're going behind enemy lines. I will be on with a Panthers content creator. We've been doing this every week. It's very, very popular. A lot of people are digging it. You get to learn about the opponent and all the things that are wrong with them. And just laugh at them. It's a lot of fun. I promise. Black Caesar says, love this team is a sickness. I'm all for it. LOL. Love it. Love it. Thank you, everyone. Thanks for watching. Next time you see me, I will be in freaking upstate New York. Yeah! Peace.